This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Bust and Loose Baseball, hosted by Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer, gives you in-depth analytics and interviews on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Now, here's your host, Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer. We were going to play in just a moment uh, our interview with Dejon Watson, who runs the Nats system as their director of player development. A couple things on the interview. So, number one, basically we wanted to run through as many of the top prospects you guys are excited about as possible. We did not get to nearly as many of them as we wanted to. Uh, so that's number one. But but a bunch of the big names, there, there are good conversations about them. I think he gave us some good insight. He gave us some deep-cut names to look out for who may not be highly regarded prospects on all the rankings lists that he thinks maybe are better than they get credit for. So I think it's a good conversation. I will say I was just kind of going through a list of top prospects that I jotted down. And because of that, we didn't spend as much time as we probably should have on the struggles of Elijah green, but (laughs) we did fit it in at the end of the interview. Um, You know, frankly, I I feel bad. We didn't ask him earlier and spend a little more time on that because it was a super disappointing season. For green so uh, when we get another staffer on and we'll do that very soon from the nationals uh, we could definitely dive into some of the more you know the, the disappointing guys because I think we kind of went with the arrow up guys with Dijon not necessarily by design as much as you know my poor organizational skills of just being excited to ask him about Cruz and Wood and House and Lyle and Morales and Pinckney and you know, some of the guys that have really broken out here but, this but year. Grant, I think that points back to what we've talked about, and I've brought this up before. I would say that 90 to 95% of the organization is positive. I mean, if you went through and tried to pick guys that you were negative on, I think you could find two right away. But, I mean, outside is of that... That's you... uh, green and, and the hassle season, probably? Yeah, correct. I mean, yeah. those are two guys that you're like, all right, they didn't live up to the expectations, but how many more guys exceeded expectations. So, you know, we probably should have spent more time breaking it down because Elijah Green was a top five pick and Robert Hassel was a huge part of the Soto trade. But I think that does speak to the fact that we're so excited to talk about James Wood, who took a jump from being, you know, he's a good prospect to being a great prospect, a top five prospect in all the baseball. The Nationals obviously get a guy in a Dylan Cruz. Like, there's so much to be excited about with the National system. Obviously, you'd love to see those guys pan out. But there are still other guys that if they were not to pan out, if it were to be something where they just they fell off and were never to be able to find it again, there's still plenty of other guys in the organization. I think that's why this has been such a positive season, unlike other national seasons where if the prospect didn't work out, notice how I said prospect, 
They, you know, they usually only had one guy. Like in the years past, if Elijah Green didn't pan out, they're like, well, <laughs> that sucks. But you know, Elijah Green might not pan out, and they might still have a full outfield of prospects. You know, so yeah. And the other nice thing about Hassel too, Tobe is is we're I mean, talking about he's 22 years old and in Double A, and even if he doesn't develop into the bat that a lot of people thought he was going to, he's going to be a useful player. Mm-hmm. At the major league level, like he can play multiple positions. He's probably a 55 runner. He's got a 55 arm. You know, he's he's a 55 fielder. Um, so let's say the hit is only 50 or something. Uh, or, you know, this year he looked like a 45 guy, but I, I would still say he's an average hitter. And maybe the power is 45 or something. Uh, that you still get it's not what it was supposed to have been, but in a deal where you got James Wood and you got Mackenzie Gore and you got CJ Abrams, we knew all five of these guys weren't going to max out, right? And so it looks pretty good on the Abrams and Gore front at the major league level. Uh, and then it looks really good on the James Wood front. So if Susana ends up being a lights out late inning reliever, and I still think he has a chance to be a good starter, uh, you'll hear Dijon talking about him a little bit. Um, you know, I, I think it, it still looks brilliant i mean we talk about that trade all the time as as an organizational saver as, as a game changer in a lot of ways for the nationals um but i'm not as down frankly on Hassel, who had a great finish to the season as i am on elijah green yeah. and, and i'll just be honest right this is my opinion i didn't love green coming out uh i was excited by the pick because it's a it was the biggest boomer bust kind of player in the, the class and at five you're getting a guy who could win an mvp award but I, I just don't do high schoolers who swing and miss as much as he did. And I'll miss on a lot of guys. Like I probably would have missed on James Wood, who had a swing adjustment shortly after being drafted by the Padres, had some swing and miss to his game at the same school at uh, IMG Academy in Florida. And, you know, for me, I, I just I, I'm not a scout, so I can't teach someone how to hit a baseball. So I kind of I'm a little more conservative. I need to see it to believe it. And that's why I was more in on like Brooks Lee or somebody like that in the draft last year. Having said that, the ceiling for Elijah Green is a lot higher, but there's just not much of a precedent. I know he's only 19 for a guy kind of doing what he's done at that level and going on to become like a star at the major league level. Um, But there's obviously hope he's very young, Uh, but I do wish we would have brought him up and talked about a little bit more, but it it also speaks to this. And what I thought you were going with that is, on the podcast, I feel like a lot of times we forget about him. Like when yeah. we name their future players, that like we never bring him up. We're like in the outfield, they've got boom, 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 boom. In the system, they've got boom, 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 boom. And we never talk about Elijah Green as if he doesn't exist anymore. And this guy is a year into a career as a 19-year-old where he was a number five pick and had as much ceiling as anybody in the class. So I just think, you know, that's a sign probably of like everyone wanting to microwave this thing instead of crockpot it. Uh, the fact is there's still a chance that he ends up being really good and they got their work cut out for him. And, and this is a chance for them to spin a narrative too, right? Everyone says, oh, the Nats, you know, with hitters, look what they've done. Baseball America puts out the story they did about the, the lack of production from their homegrown bats, which is going to change pretty massively, it looks like, because Wood's coming and Cruz is coming and Morales is coming and Lipscomb's coming and uh, you go Pinckney might be coming. And, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun. You already see Jacob Young in the big leagues helping and, they're starting to get production from the second tier guys like Jake Alou. But, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I just think that was a testament to he's like a, a bonus now, it feels like. Like, and I yeah. know you shouldn't view top five picks that way. That, that's not the way it's going to be viewed in the industry. But because I think Dalen Lyle's underrated, it looks like Morales was a little bit of a steal. We'll see what Pinckney is. 
Uh, I, I'm not going to overreact to a small sample, but Pinkney looks like he could be a legit standout player, and he was a fourth-round pick. You know, that's how you make up for missing. For a long time, they mm-hmm. weren't finding guys in the fourth round or 40th overall. You know, you draft a bat. They're not getting to the big leagues, let alone being an impact player for you. If you could start doing that, Toby, then you you can miss every now and then in the top 10, and, and no one's going to really make that big of a deal about it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, I hate to simplify it when you look at Elijah Green and just say one thing is the issue, but I really feel like it is. And I think you could still make the argument out of everyone, and I'm including James Wood, I'm including Brady House, I'm including Dylan Cruz. I think you can still have the argument that Elijah Green has the highest ceiling out of all these guys because you look at MLB Pipeline and just look at his scouting grades. Power, 60. Run, 70. Arm, 60. Field, 60. And I think some of those might even be conservative scouting grades because I think some of those tools might be even louder. So he's literally got everything except for hitting the baseball. And that's the thing. If he can find a way to cut down on strikeouts, and we talked about that a little bit with Deshaun Watson, it's going to be in his game. We talk about this with Yo-Yo some. You know, these guys are power hitters. They're going to strike out. That comes with the territory. But you can't strike out 50% of the time. Can you find a way to put the ball in play more, use the speed? I mean, he's stealing bags. He's playing great in the outfield. He can obviously show off the arm. He's got the power. We know that. It's literally just fix the hitting and making contact with the baseball. And if they do that, if they can find a way, whether it's a swing adjustment, I I think that's probably what it entails more so than an approach because I think he has a pretty good approach. If they can fix that, they've got a guy. So, like, you know, I know we talk down about him a lot, but – this is a guy that has all the potential in the world. It's just about fixing the most fundamental thing in all of baseball for a hitter, which is hitting the baseball. So if they can find a way to do that, which I'm not saying is easy, they might still have something. Yeah, I just think that they are so much deeper now. You know, it's easy to notice the good prospects that everyone loves, that what I call blue chippers, that, you know, Pipeline and, and Baseball America and Prospectus are putting over. But the number of guys that are pretty good that no one talks about now in this system is bountiful. And that was just not the case. Guys like Dustin Sines, a 24-year-old lefty who was at AA with Harrisburg this year and made over 20 starts and had 120 innings and 100 strikeouts and a 3-4 ERA. You know, looked like as a fourth-round pick out of Texas A&M, maybe a big league player for them. Uh, Brad Lord, who's a 23-year-old they drafted in. I mean, they got him in the 18th round out of South Florida. He was like the 550th pick. And he had an ERA in the high threes, low fours, 105 innings, 85 strikeouts, you know, pitching this year up to A+. plus. Like, you're starting to get to a point in this system where there are guys you kind of stumble into that are pretty good. And that was never possible before because you knew everyone who had any chance to be a major leaguer just because there weren't that many of those guys. And and the work of really, you know, the the whole staff, it's Rizzo and it's, uh, Watson and it's Mark Shalaba and you know all of the instructors all the way down. I think it speaks to it, it's just impressive and, and it's they they kept their nose to the grindstone. I hope you know that, that that they have the ability with some restructuring. That's something. Next time we talk to Dijon, I want to talk about. Um, and if we get other people from the Oregon, I want to ask about 
you know, are you going to have all the resources needed? Do you have some of the, the technology, the R and D departments, the, you know, are you on par with the Orioles and some of these systems like the Braves that do it well with what you're given? Are you kind of, you know, developing with your hands tied behind your back like you were years ago? It seems like they've closed the gap and they've spent and they've invested, which is good. Um, so that's all important, but they got to keep doing it. You know, it was discouraging for me to see how many of the the scouts internationally at the major league level, they kind of moved on from, are, are those jobs being cut or are they, they basically going to replace them? We don't really know. But it's obvious in the last two years that the way that they're developing players has gotten a lot better as they've invested into doing so. And that's why I hope they kind of continue down this path. 